What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show on a Thursday as we go over all the top 25 action in college football and the NFL. Uh, it's it's another big day, Papa Dude. We got a lot going on. Kind of a weak uh, slate of games this week compared to what we've had, but I still think there's some interesting uh, things that's the, that's going to happen this week. Oh yeah, there always is. And like I say, it's it's there's not no real big games anywhere this week. Kind of, kind of, really drab for the NFL. College is always interesting, though, and uh, I'm sure we can find a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, a couple of things before we get started. I've got my St. Louis Blues <laughs> shirt on. Hockey has kind of snuck up on us, yep. hasn't it? We've been so busy. You've got all the racing stuff going, and then this uh, football's got us occupied. And our Blues have been on the road for three games and won all three of them look great of course it's really early finally get to come home i believe they play what friday night yep and they've been on the west coast i've been able to stay awake to watch all the games so looking forward to a game in our time zone where i can i can stay up one more thing before we get started uh mason seiler's birthday today wanted to wanted to mention that from mason he turns 12 today you're only 12 once Mason, enjoy every bit of it. So happy birthday. Yeah, it is uh, it's it is definitely the shout-out show is what this has turned into. <laughs> and uh, that's a good one, though. Yeah, Mason, uh, 12-year-old today. Yep. Happy birthday to Mason. Uh, hopefully he has a good, good day. Good morning to Sydney. Thanks for joining us. And good morning to Curtis as well, both of you guys joining us here for a big uh, Thursday show. Uh, and talking hockey uh mr curtis he loves the detroit red wings so there you go um yeah he, uh, he's he's been frustrated so far but i think they're doing they're doing a little bit better they blew a big lead to tampa aren't they doing really good yeah i think well they blew a big lead to tampa but other than that i think okay. I, I think you know that they've done pretty well uh 12 becomes 35 35 in about three months mark says i <laughs> that's right and Mark 35 becomes 70 in about three months, too. I totally agree with, uh, well, the, the, the 12 to 35 yeah. part. I, I'm not at the 70 yet. Yeah. Somebody but, asked me the other day, somebody asked me the other day if I would like to go back to being 12 or 15, and I said, absolutely not. No. No. Too many uh, problems. <laughs> honestly, my age right now is perfect. I don't want to age any more past this. This is the <laughs> happiest I've ever been. So. Yeah. Well, you know, people ask me that too. And I said, I would like to go back to about 40, be 40 years old, about that age, and know what I know now yep. and have the peace of mind that I have now. And I yeah. think that would be wonderful. This age is a good age. I'm, I'm uh, 37, by the way. Getting ready to be 38 in November. But this age is a good age because you're not young and stupid anymore. Right. But you're not really old or feel old. And, right. you know, you're kind of the right amount of knowledge to just feel kind of content. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, um, but I feel like 
I'm starting to go down the other way. No, <laughs> so no. that's the bad news. The best is yet to come. <laughs> I hope I uh, hope you're right. Yeah, the blues. Well, you, you know, I I uh, I'm recently retired. Every day Saturday to me, and I'm very very content. I've been so fortunate. I've done about what I wanted to do in my life. So I'm riding out the into the sunset right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm with you. I have absolutely, I'm not with you as far as riding into the sunset, hopefully, or I hope not. <laughs> or retired, but I'm with you. It's been a it's been a good life. If I do a drop dead tomorrow, it's it's been good. So uh Mark says blues look good. Three road wins. Yeah, they 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 look very good. They look yeah. they look like a different team so far this year. Let's hope that uh holds. Robbie Fabry has been a gift of the Detroit Red Wings. He really I don't know why we made that trade, Magic, uh, uh, looking back. So um yeah. Russ says 30s ain't too bad, I guess. I, I think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. 40 years back would take me into the 80s, Cindy says. So Whoa. There you go. You'd be yeah. right. Yeah. I don't I know. Think she meant, I thought she meant take her back into the 80-year-old. Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> she says mid-80s, mid-80s. Yeah, no. I don't think she's 120. Uh, no. So, all right, we'll, we'll get to it. This is what I love about the show. We, we just have a really, really good time. Very, very relaxed show. I like that about us. So, uh, listen, we'll, we'll get right into college football. We're going to go through all the top 25 games, kind of give you our thoughts and our kind of our best bets uh, on the board here. Uh, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State. Appalachian State pulls off the upset. So we're like, oh, it's maybe a boring week. Well, an undefeated top 15 team went down Wednesday night. So, uh, sometimes these, these college football weekends that you think are going to be boring is when the really crazy stuff happens. We'll kick it off with a game that's going to happen tonight, though. Tulane goes to SMU. SMU, a 13.5-point favorite. This is another undefeated team, 6-0 SMU, scoring a lot of points. Um, what do you think? SMU, Tulane's 1-5. It seems like this should be pretty easy for, for SMU. I think so. I think the line's too low. Uh, in fact, I almost made it one of my uh, top five bets this week. I think they're 14. Is that what it is? No, it's 13 and a half. Now. 13 and a half now, yeah. Um, I think they beat them by three touchdowns. Easy. SMU is one of these teams that kind of slipping through the cracks. Nobody's kind of following, you know, following them too much. They're in the same conference as Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is getting all the attention, and SMU just keeps winning. They're, they're coming off a, a bye week. I think they're going to be ready to go for Thursday night. And, uh, you know, they've got the limelight. they got a chance to show off what they've got. Mm -hmm. I think they win easy tonight. I, I'm with you. And uh, I, I don't – you know, Russ, Tulane and OU played horrible in this game, but they looked like a team that could win six, seven, eight games, and they're one in five. Their only wins against a, a FBS – or a, a – what do you call them now? F FCS F school, I guess. F FB. No, yeah, we're F FCS. FCS. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rinky Dinks is what I call. Them. Yeah. So my my angle here, I'm going to go SMU over 41 and a half points in this game. That's what I like. Uh, I saw this Tulane squad, and if it was their Super Bowl, well, Spencer Rattler led Oklahoma scored 40 points on Tulane. So I think SMU, who's just been rolling offensively gets it done and gets to that 42-point mark, which is what they're going to need. I'm not overly confident to bet this one. 41.5 is a lot of points, but I do think SMU is going to score it well tonight. So I'm taking the over 41.5 on that one. Um, let's move on. This is funny. 
Mark says, does SMU still have Dickerson and James at running back? <laughs> they would be loving the NIL era. Oh, they, that's hilarious. <laughs> they sure would. Isn't that right? Two guys that like, wow, we, we were in the wrong era. Well, they were way ahead of their time. Well, right? yeah, they, they were getting paid and you yeah. know, now it's kind of okay to get paid even the, yeah. the, the elite way. So yeah, they would fit in really good right now. That's right, Russ. Team totals. We got that Tennessee one uh, home on uh, Monday night, so that was good. I felt a lot of pressure after I knew that you had bet. So <laughs> I'm glad it went home. All right, got home. All right, all right. We'll, we'll quickly talk about this one. There, this isn't going to be much of a game. Oklahoma goes to Kansas. Kansas is brutally bad. OU a 38-and-a-half-point favorite this week. I, I guess the interesting thing is in a game like this, the backup quarterback usually plays a lot. Will Spencer Rattler play in this game is probably the, the biggest headline. What do you think about this one? I never bet a point spread uh, like that. And I don't know that OU covers that. It's not because they can't. It's just they don't play well in games like this. Yeah. Um, you were one of the players that uh, used to play there, Gabe Eichert. Made the comment one time, "What's the hardest game he ever they have to get up for?" And it's when they go to Kansas. Mm -hmm. And this is a, a game I can see OU letting down a little bit and not being ready to play. You know, thirty-eight and a half is a lot. I mean, you start the game ahead thirty-nine to nothing. That's kind of the way that is. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll win forty-eight to ten or forty-eight fourteen. I'm not sure they cover that. I would stay away from it. I, that's a lot of points. Yeah, I, I think. Obviously, OU wins a game. That's not in debate. I, I'm with you. If I had to make a bet, I would take OU minus 38 and a half, but I would stay away from this completely. Yeah. Uh, with the team totals, they're like at 52 and a half, Oklahoma is. And it's not a matter of can do I think they can score 52 and a half on Kansas? Certainly, yes, is the answer to that. It's a matter of what I just said with like, is Rattler going to play a half? Uh, you know, is Caleb Williams. Uh, going to play much are they going to just run the ball in the second half and run the clock i don't really want it to take over 52 and a half no. uh, you know it's it's just a matter of how the game kind of plays out they're definitely capable but just one of those games you want to stay away from uh completely uh, uh mark says kansas is still looking good on papa Do's one win prediction they should have lost to south dakota <laughs> so uh beans a decent quarterback overall they're awful they are really uh, all right, we'll move on to another game that probably should be a blowout. Cincinnati, they're now up to number two as they try to make that you know push towards the playoff. They go to Navy. Navy's not as good as they usually are. They're one and five this year. Um, you know, it's always a challenge with this option offense at first. Uh, what do you think? Cincinnati, 28-point favorite. What do you think about this one? Well, I feel a little bit the same on this one as I did the uh, Oklahoma game. That's, that's a lot of points. Um Sometimes when you play the academies, you don't play very well. I know when Oklahoma's played the academies, they've not played very well. Sometimes you kind of get in awe of the surroundings. Mm -hmm. When you go up there, it'll be totally different. 28's a lot. I almost, I, I, I kind of think Navy is going to cover, is going to beat that spread. I really do. Uh, again, I, it's, too, it's too high line for me. So I usually stay away, like I said. I don't, I don't, I don't like the spread on this. Yeah. I'd probably, if I really wanted to bet it, I think I'd take Navy in the points. Yeah. It's another game I'm going to stay away from completely. One bet I thought was kind of interesting. How about Navy over six and a half points for the first half? 
And so my hmm. theory on That's this is true. that first initial drive, yep. maybe Navy kind of hits them uh, by surprise. Uh, they're not quite ready to defend it yet. It takes them a drive or two maybe to adjust. So <laughs> if I had to make a bet, it would be Navy over six and a half points in the first half in this game. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, the problem with the team total for Cincinnati is the worry is what if Navy is able to run the clock? Yeah, and, and hold that score down. So I didn't want to get into Cincinnati's, but yeah, I think you can find better games to bet. Totally. Yeah, we're going to talk. This one I think is interesting. Northwesterns yes. are they're three and three. They haven't been great. I don't think they're a very good team this year at all. They go to Michigan. That's six and zero oh, now, ranked number six. Michigan is a twenty three and a half point favorite. You know, they don't score all that much. Michigan can they cover twenty three and a half? Is the question. Yeah, I've I've uh, wrestled this one around a little bit too. Um, Twenty-three and a half is a lot for Michigan to cover, so you got to start thinking. Okay, what? How much will Northwestern score? You know, what will they do? Yeah, is it reasonable to assume they'll get fourteen to seventeen? Mm, probably. It's a college football offense. You know, they probably can get there. So that means Michigan has to score thirty-eight to forty-one. Mm-hmm. Haven't done that very often, if any. So that 23 and a half is kind of kind of out there. Um, Northwestern's just not very good. And it's at Michigan. Michigan had the week off. Here's the other factor, though. They play Michigan State next week in yeah. the big one. So are they looking ahead? That line is very tempting for me mm-hmm. to take Northwestern and the points. I'm gonna I'm gonna be side with you. I'm gonna take Northwestern in the points. Uh, Russ says right when you said it. Russ said it as well. Chime in. Look look ahead game for Michigan. And then I agree with Mark's comment. They kind of Michigan play to the level of their competition a little bit. Um, yeah, this is this is totally a look ahead game. I, I I'm gonna go Northwestern plus twenty three and a half. But you know, you know it, it's it's another game that's it's not that attractive to bet. And this one is interesting to me as well. Illinois, two and five. They're obviously not any good. They go to Penn State, five and one. They're still number seven, even though they lost to Iowa. Penn State, a 23-point favorite. It's the same kind of game, right? Can Penn State score enough to cover this? Well, I don't think Illinois is as good as Northwestern. So that's kind of where I would go with that. Yep. I think Penn State might shut them out. You know, they might. Illinois can't score. Yeah, that's I where the problem I, lies. Yeah. yeah, I like Penn State in this one. I think they cover. I think they will, too. Uh, another game I don't like a lot of totals in, uh, team totals are over-under. I do like one in this next one we'll talk about. Wake Forest goes on the road to Army. Wake Forest, a three-point favorite, a number 16 team in the country yeah. going to Army, who's born to just a three-point favorite. Really curious to hear who you think is going to win this game. Well, I think Wake Forest is going to win. I think it's going to be tough. And you know what we're going to, what we're seeing as we go through these this week is the stupidity of our top twenty-five. Yeah, here's the number sixteen team in the country, and they're a three-point favorite over Army. And Army's decent. You know they've improved a lot in the last few years. And again, you got the same little thing going here. You're going into West Point. That's an awesome site. When you go into that, it's a whole different atmosphere. You got an option team going up against you. The Wake Forest defense is not great. Their offense is really good, and I think they'll outscore them. 
uh, because of their offense. But I picked it, I believe, 27-24. So right on that line, I don't know that they, they win by much more than that. It's, it's interesting that you picked that score because Wake Forest's uh, team total is 27 and a half. And my mm-hmm. bet here is to go over 27 and a half. I, for I Wake think Forest. that's a decent bet. I think well, that's here's my theory, and you said it best. I think Wake Forest is going to be forced to score points to stay in this game because I don't really trust their uh, defense. Right. Like Cincinnati, I could see them kind of like they're stopping Navy, and Navy just has to, to grind, 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 and they run clock. With Army, I kind of think they're going to hit big plays on Wake Forest. I don't see those eight-minute drives. I think it's going to be more like three- and four-minute drives or two-minute drives. Um, So I think, therefore, Wake Forest is going to have to score to kind of stay in it, and they'll go over that 27-and-a-half. Well, the the other thing that's kind of soured me on on, uh, Army, they won their first four, Mm -hmm. lost the last two, and offensively they haven't played very well. So I'm kind of thinking – you know, they may be battered up a little bit. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, you never know what's going on with those guys that play in those academies either. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I think Wake stays undefeated through that one. Yeah. I think their day-to-day life is uh, something yeah. that we don't really understand and, and exactly. almost thankful that we don't. <laughs> At least I am. Uh, let's go on to this one. Wisconsin, they've got to be one of the most disappointing teams, if not the most disappointing team in the country. They're three and three. They go to the darling of Purdue. Purdue beat Iowa last week uh, to move to four and two. They're now in the top twenty-five. So let's get, let me get this straight. Wisconsin, who's been awful, goes to yeah. Purdue, who just beat a top ten team, and yeah. Wisconsin is the three-point favorite on the road here. Crazy line, in my opinion. Where are you going? Well, first of all, I would like to know who are the idiots that are voting on this top twenty-five. <laughs> How in the hell is Purdue number twenty-five? <laughs> are you kidding me? This would be the Associated Press. That well, is the Associated Press is full of shit because, <laughs> first of all, I didn't know they were 25. When you put that up there, I thought that's a misprint. <laughs> Let's see who the Boilermakers have beat here. Okay. They beat Oregon State. Impressive. They beat Connecticut. That's a hell of a team. Yeah. They beat Illinois 13 to 9. <laughs> 13 to 9 at Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's impressive. Then they scored a whopping 13 against Minnesota, which is a decent team. Yeah. And then they beat Iowa, which everybody knew Iowa was a fraud. So that jumps them into the top 25. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, Wisconsin, three-point favorite. Mm-hmm. That's my upset special of the week. I'm going Purdue. <laughs> after all that rant, I'm going Purdue. I figure they'll be in the top 10 after they beat Wisconsin 14 to 13 this week. Well, okay, that's interesting because I have Purdue going over 19 and a half. So you have them winning but not covering what I need them to do. I don't know. I just think at home against a really, really weak Wisconsin team, I think they get over 19 and a half. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. So I, I think Purdue in the over, uh, over 19 and a half. Well, I was kidding on the 14-13. I said it's going to be a boring game. <laughs> I think I picked them 21 to 17, something like that. Okay, I'll take that. That'd be yeah. great. That'd be that'd be great. People chiming in on the Papa Dude rant. There it was. Uh, Papa Dude rant against Associated Press is the Come content on. I didn't know I needed to. Take. That is not a top twenty-five football team. There, there's uh, no way. Better run. Uh, listen, Magic. Listen to Jason here. I, I want you to surprise me. Better cut that and run every intro. The AP <laughs> is bullshit. Papa Dude rant of the week. That's Magic's job. 
for the rest of today. So I hope I hope he can get that done. Well, have uh, you seen, right. have, oh, one, one more thing. Have you seen some of these newspaper reporters? Do you really think they played football? No way. No, no. absolutely not. No. Uh, all right, let's move on. We, we've got a lot of a lot of games still. Okay, to go sorry. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State. Oh, this God. Is an, I can't wait for this rant, by the way. <laughs> Oklahoma State, the number eight team in the country, undefeated 6-0. They go to Iowa State, another team that's been disappointing the first half of the year. They're 4-2. and two. The Cyclones, are you sitting down, folks, are a seven-point favorite against the number eight team in the country. Can you figure this one out? No. I would I, – I want to know if this has ever happened before. I, I can't imagine uh, uh, number eight. Now, they're, we're not talking number 18. We're talking eight. It's a seven-point underdog to a team that's won four games, yep. two of which were over UNLV and Kansas. Between them, they are one and 12. Yeah, That's two of their four wins. Um, I would think the line would be the other way around. Mm-hmm. But when we were talking a while ago, Vegas is seldom off very much. Yeah. What do they know that we don't know? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Now, I, I will say this. I think Iowa State will give them a heck of a game, and I would not be shocked if they win. But how can they be a seven-point favorite? Something's going on I don't know about. Yeah. So – I'm taking Oklahoma State in the points, and that's my lock of the week. And yeah. I hope the hell I'm wrong because I'm an OU fan. I want them to get their ass beat. But I just don't understand this line. I really don't. Maybe you can explain it. we got a lot of people chiming in on the Associated Press, and I'll, I'll read those in a second, but uh, specifically to this game. Russ, I agree. Vegas is trying to tell us something, but but it's like I can't. I can't take Iowa State minus seven. That just seems against everything in the world. Uh, you know, I, I'm with you. I think Iowa State could win, but I look at this game the same way I looked at Iowa at Iowa State. It's like, okay, Cyclones can win, but you know, a favorite by by more than a touchdown or a touchdown? No, thanks. No, I'll take Oklahoma State plus the seven. Also, I think a really good bet here: Oklahoma State over twenty and a half. Uh, that's their team total. Give me the over on Oklahoma State all day long. I think they go yeah. over 20 and a half. Come on. I mean, I I just I, I, I think they've overvalued Iowa State. I, I really do here. I, I just I just don't see it with them. And I haven't all year. Well, and I want to make it clear, I'm gonna be rooting for them. Yeah. Big time. And I hope I'm wrong. Uh but I just don't if they win, it's not I I find it hard to believe they're gonna win by seven. Yeah, I just don't think they will. I think Oklahoma State is not flashy, but they're tough. Mm-hmm. They've been in a lot of close games, and they've won a lot of close games, and they get better as the season goes on. And you know, it's, I, I just think I just could, I can't believe that line. I just can't believe it. Yeah, I know. And, and Jason said everybody balked at Appalachian State was minus one when it opened, and then it went up to minus five, and uh, Appalachian State. Appalachian State wins. Be careful. I I agree. It's it is the line of the week where you go. Ooh, I don't know. That's that's yeah. kind of weird. Um, yeah, a lot of people chiming in. Like I said, they're not happy with the AP poll, and I would agree. Not not great. But we'll move on for the sake of time here. Oregon 
is who we'll talk about next. We'll go to the wacky Pac-12. Oregon, uh, another team that is an yeah. underdog as a top 10 team on the road to an unranked team. Oregon, number 10 in the country, a two-point underdog at UCLA this week. UCLA, UCLA kind of the Jekyll and Hyde uh, to the season so far. Who you got in this one? This is an interesting game. Well, this one's weird too. Number 10 against an unranked team, yep. and they're not favored. The difference is UCLA has beat a couple of teams, you know, that are pretty pretty good. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. We kind of know UCLA's got some talent, and we also know that Oregon's not playing very well. And uh, Oregon's best running back got hurt a couple of weeks ago, and they've not been the same since he went down. And uh, I, I watched him a lot last week because that was my lock, and they let me down. I don't think their quarterback is really what he needs to be. We know UCLA can score some points. So I, I like the Bruins in this one. I think they're going to beat them. And I would take the, I would take the two points any day. I don't know if they're going to win or not. I, I'm really back and forth on this. What I'm not sure about is who Oregon really is. They're kind of just a different team every time they take the field. I do think UCLA goes over 28 and a half. I do think they're going to score some points in this game. I think it's going to kind of get back and forth. Uh, I kind of am leaning ducks as far as who's going to win, but I will take UCLA over 28 and a half is kind of my bet there. I, I do think it's going to be uh, a sh- kind of a shootout. So, well, the other thing I would argue with you there on Aaron, and I don't argue with you much mm-hmm. is, you know, it's just our opinions. So shoot, if they go over 28 and a half, Oregon's to win is going to have to score 30. Well, then they scored 24 against California last week. Yeah, That's I know. But I would be heading on that. They but. may have been kind of looking ahead. They, could I, have. You know, they left a lot of points on the field. They did. Um, and I, I bet them, that's, I get, I I get bet them and that's why they did it. But anyway. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I do yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to this one. LSU, who's going to kind of just be a mystery the rest of the season now of what's happened with them. They go to Ole Miss this weekend. Ole Miss, a nine-point favorite uh, at home against uh, the Fighting Tigers there. I don't know what to do with this no. game. What did what, you do? Well, here's another thing. In a sport that depends so much on emotion, and football does, we don't have any idea what LSU is going to be. We don't know. They, they obviously – well – I'm assuming they didn't know anything about their coach uh, before the Florida game Saturday. And they went out and they rallied around everything and they beat a decent Florida team. Mm -hmm. Then they find out their coach is fired. So how do they react to that? I don't know. know. There's two ways they're going to go. They're either going to go, okay, we're going to show you dummies uh, at LSU what we really think, and we're going to play lights out for this guy and hope we win every game the rest of the season. Yep. Or they're going to say, you guys don't care. One, two flips about us, and the heck with it. And we don't know that. So this game is very difficult to bet. The, the thing we know is uh, Ole Miss is capable of scoring a lot of points. We know that. They're capable of giving up a lot of points. I don't like the over-under line. I think that's too high. Yeah. I really do. I'd stay totally away from that. Yeah. Uh, I think Mississippi uh, team total is 43 and a half, I believe, and LSU's was 32 and a half. And that's pretty high, too. 
I went ahead and, and, and did the safe, <laughs> the safe thing, went in doubt, go safe. I'm going to assume LSU's not going to play on the level they played last week. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Mississippi to cover uh, the nine points, but I wouldn't bet it. It's it's really odd that last week I felt like you and I had a great idea of how LSU was going to play, yeah. at least from an emotional standpoint. And they did. And then this week, I just don't have a clue. I'm with you. Yeah. I think Ole Miss minus nine makes a lot of sense. I would bet LSU over that team total 32 and a half if I was confident they would show up, but I'm not. You know, it seems like they will go over that if their offense shows up yeah. ready to go, but it's just too big of a risk. I'm with you. I'm not playing this game, not touching it. You want to talk really about the, you want to talk about the LSU coaching situation a minute? Yeah. So who who's gonna get the job? Well, you asked me that before we went on. I thought that you yeah. know we had a really interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, the rumors, I've heard a couple of dandies. Uh, one is Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M, who's making a ton of money already. Why would he Why would he leave and go over there? I, I, that don't make any sense to me. And then I heard Bob Stoops, yeah, who Sorry. we're very familiar with. And, yeah. and, and Bob Stoops, if he took that job, I would suddenly – not like him as well <laughs> because he's not taking that. There's job. no way he's going to take that job. Yeah. Bob Stoops always said he stayed at Oklahoma as long as he did because of the consistency with the athletic director and the president and how, you know, they all were on the same page. He ain't going to get that at LSU. Mm-hmm. Those people are nuts. Mm-hmm. Then the other name being thrown around is the guy at Cincinnati who's being thrown around for every job. That's Luke Fickle. But here's the thing. They're getting ready to move into the Big 12, mm-hmm. which is a power conference, which they may be the best team in it Yep. after Oklahoma and Texas gets out of there. I mean, Texas is not at that level, but they're capable of being there. So why would – I don't know that he's going to leave Cincinnati mm-hmm. if he's happy there. So then you got Matt Campbell at uh, Iowa State. He's not quite as high on the list. Some of, these, some of you guys are throwing out some names here, which is great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to get the candidate. Uh, the one, of course, is uh, uh, Kiffin at yeah. Mississippi, and he would fit in just perfect at LSU. And he would do well there, I think. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I don't I don't have an opinion quite yet because we got to see how some of these coaches that are high on the list yeah. right now, how they yeah. finish their season. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And I agree with this. Russ says uh, LSU people are crazy, but A&M is another level. Totally agree. Yeah. And who's who's Joe Brady again? Refresh me here. Joe Brady, he uh he's an assistant. I don't, I don't know where he's at now, but he's he was there as an assistant. When okay. Was, um, I can't remember where he went after that. Yeah, no. He would make sense, uh, no doubt. Uh yeah, Lane Kiffin has entered the coaching <laughs> That's transfer, a good one. transfer portal portal again. That's the thing with Kiffin. It's like he makes sense, but is he really going to leave again? I'm not sure. Okay, Russ, you're right. He's with the Panthers. So that's okay. where he's at right now. Um, yeah, but he was with the team uh, okay. offensive coordinator when they were really, really good that year with uh, with uh, Joe Burrow. So, yeah, uh, it could happen. Okay. I think a lot of people kind of thought the assistant coaches were the ones doing the work that year anyway. I know when we played them, it was kind of a – wow, their assistant coaches are really, really good. So 
We'll see what happens there. All right, let's move on. Uh, here. Clemson and Pittsburgh. So this is another really interesting game. Pittsburgh, a three-point favorite. I don't think anybody thought that would be the case uh, before the season started, but it makes sense now. Clemson, a three-point – or excuse me, Pittsburgh, a three-point favorite at home against Clemson this weekend. Well, this is another team that's come out of nowhere. They're usually uh, a lock at seven and five, six and six every year, occasionally eight and four. And they've snuck up on me. I didn't realize they were they were as potent on offense as they are, but I got to researching them for this game, and their quarterback has unbelievable statistics. Yep. Uh, his name's Kenny Pickett, uh, a guy probably no one's heard of. He, and he's got a chance now to be on uh, on the stage against uh, the Clemson team, which has a great defense. And if they win this one, he's going to suddenly be in the national spotlight. Uh, on paper, it looks like a mismatch, really, when mm-hmm. you look at the stats. But then you get to digging a little bit deeper, and Pittsburgh hadn't played anybody, uh, with the exception of Tennessee, and that was a good win in Knoxville. Their one loss is against Western Michigan. Obviously, they weren't ready for that game. This is their chance, but here's the deal. Are they ready to knock off the champs? And even though Clemson's not very good, they're still the champs, and they're still Clemson. So that's the big question here. I think Clemson's is living on a dream or living on a prayer, I guess (laughs) that's what it it would be. I think Pittsburgh's going to beat them. I really do, and I think they're going to cover I, I think you're right. I, I like Clemson here. Um, or I like Pittsburgh here. I'm sorry. I think I think they're going to beat them. And I, I think that mystique of Clemson's kind of gone. You know, I think the, these, these these kids can watch the film and they're just not afraid of what Clemson can do offensively. I think this goes under 48 uh, for the total. I, I think Pittsburgh's offense is good, but I'm not completely sold that they're going to move it up and down the field against a pretty good Clemson defense. So, um. I don't I'm think they're really under 48. And yeah, I, I would take uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, the reason I, I, I think I would take Pittsburgh is I think they will score more points than these teams. Clemson has just been eking out, you know, like Syracuse last week, 17 to 14. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Clemson's capable of scoring more than 17 to 20. And I think Pittsburgh can get to 24. I, I do. So I think they're going to beat them. One point that Mark makes, and and we can kind of speak on this because we've seen, you know, what happens if the backup comes in and kind of gives you a spark. Are you surprised that Clemson has sticked with uh, stuck with the quarterback here? Uh, well, I don't know how how the backup is. So, That's the thing. I mean, to me, it tells me the backup's not not very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I would try to make a change at this point. But again, I don't know the situation quite enough to know who the backup quarterback right. there is at Clemson. But yeah. I, if, if the backup quarterback is mobile, I would put him in because yeah. that's their biggest problem. Yeah, he can't move. He can't move much, and their offensive line's just horrific. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. We've still got a few more to go here. Tennessee, after the craziness that happened uh, last weekend, goes to Alabama uh, this weekend. Alabama, twenty-five point favorite here at home. Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll throw my bet. Alabama minus twenty-five. I, I love Alabama here. Yep. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, this may be the game of the weekend, actually. This is where college game day should have went, in my opinion, because it would have been cool to see them at Air Force at, at a place like that. If you've never, like, 
you don't know where Air Force is. You've never dri driven by their campus or been to their campus. It's unbelievable. It's really, right. really cool. Um, anyway, they're six and one. They've got a good football team, uh, like usual. They host San Diego State, number 22 team in the country. They're six and zero. Oh. Air Force, a three and a half point favorite here. Uh, who you got in this one? Well, I tell you what, again, these two teams, you know, they're not in the national spotlight. We don't see them on TV. So I got to research and I'm neither, it's unbelievable. Neither one of them throw the ball, which mm -hmm. is strange in, in this time. Of course, you know, Air Force has always been uh, an option team. I think this will be a defensive game for sure. Uh, I, I, San Diego State's played nobody with the exception of Utah, which they did beat. But keep in mind, Utah was coming off the BYU game where they lost and they had to go to San Diego. And that was kind of a game that was going to be hard for them to win. Yeah. Other than that, they haven't played anybody. Same can be said for Air Force. They are coming off a good win against Boise State, which is not as good as usual, but they went out there and beat them. And that's a Boise State team that beat BYU. Yeah. And then they've also beat – uh, Wyoming, which is a decent Mountain West team. This is a huge game in the Mountain West. Mm -hmm. um, the line is three and a half. What's the what's the team total lines here? The team total for San Diego State is 18 and a half. And you took that one, right? I took over San Diego State 18 and a half team total points. I, I think they're going to get beat, but I think they get over 18 and a half. Yeah, I do too. What's the other one? Uh, that's, I can't, I don't that's have a, it up in front of me right a, now. Um, over under is 39 doing the math. That would mean about a 22, 21 and a half or 22 and a half is what air force would be. And you're thinking San Diego state's going to get over that, which I think they might. Yeah. I'm going to take the over under and go over the 39. Like yeah. Um, uh, Mark says San Diego State, arguably the worst undefeated team left. I would I would agree. Uh, you know, they they kind of been struggling. Air Force will control the clock, 70 carries, and force San Diego State to some three and outs. Air Force by 10 for me, and then Air Force will be in the top 25. I, well, they, are, they should be in there ahead of Purdue, Mark, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like Air I always root for Air Force and I the Army. So they're just really cool. I'm yeah, not going to acknowledge – this one you uh texas san antonio at louisiana tech i don't care well, wait a minute that's the roadrunners i i don't care i hope they get beat so they're out of it um, ohio state goes to indiana i i don't even know if you want to talk about this one I mean, indiana is terrible and I, I think ohio state's starting to find their footing there i guess we'll talk about they they are a 21 point favorite do you think the the buckeyes kind of keep it rolling here i think they do indiana lost a tough game last week against uh uh, Michigan State, they got to come back and play this bunch. Mm -hmm. The only thing is Ohio State's got Penn State next week, so they could be looking ahead a little bit. But I think they covered this one pretty easy. I think that I think so too. My my bet here is Ohio State over 20 and a half, 20 and a half points in the first half. Mm -hmm. I really like that. I think they yeah. jump out on them early. I think after they lost to Oregon, it really refocused them. I think they get over 20 and a half in that, in that first half. So I'm going to take that as my bet there. Uh, I'm with you. I think Ohio state probably wins this one pretty easily. This is, I guess, an interesting one. Uh, USC, who's just been a dumpster fire uh, all year long. They go to Notre Dame, who's eked out some close wins, but they're sitting there five and one. Their only loss was to Cincinnati. Who's number two in the country. The Irish are six and a half point favorite. I think that's low. I think, I think Notre Dame covers this game. What about you? 
Again, we don't know what USC is going to do. Yeah. I mean, they've shown us nothing. We don't know. One week they're okay. The next week they're awful. Yeah, six and a half is a little bit low, I think. The other number I'm interested in is that over under at 57 and a half. That seems a little high to me. Seems very high. Yeah. So I think I like both of those lines, really. I don't think you can go wrong with either one of them. I, I Again, I think a lot of that line is tradition. That's mm-hmm. usually a, a traditionally tough game, close, uh, close. But I don't think it's going to be this year. So I like them both. Both of I, I'm with you on both of those. I have no argument. I think those are two very logical, logical picks. All right. We'll go to the final two uh, uh, top 25 matchups before we go to the NFL here. South Carolina, they got a win last week. Big deal. They're now four and three. They go to Texas A&M. All of a sudden, the, the hottest team in the country could be Texas A&M. They're five and two. They've climbed up to number 17 in the rankings. 19 and a half point favorites. I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt A&M wins easy, but do they cover this 19 and a half? Well, let's see. South Carolina beat Vanderbilt right. 21 to 20 last yep. week. Say no more. Yes, they're going to cover this. I totally agree. I actually have South Carolina over 10 and a half for their points. Well, that's for pretty good. Totals. Yeah. I just thought that was way low. I think oh, yeah. they could get a couple of touchdowns. Um, sure. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I think Texas A&M wins this one pretty easy. Right. Okay, final game. North Carolina State, as they try to kind of become or, or stay the favorites to win the ACC, they're a three-point favorite on the road against horrific Miami, who's now two and four. I looked at this and thought North Carolina State will beat the hell out of them. I think North Carolina State minus three is the play here. What about you? Yeah, I like it too. It uh, Miami's played pretty good in at times at home. Mm-hmm. Would be the only thing. Again, you got a team like North Carolina State. They're not in this position very often. I think they're much better than them. Yeah, I, I would go them and and the and the three. I think they'll cover that. If they lose this game. Yeah. They need to do, like fire the coach from I mean <laughs> seriously, Miami is so bad. Yeah, they are. Uh I just I can't I can't go for it. So okay, Russ, that's a great comment. So I'll end up this. <laughs> Russ and Jason are, are are debating on something. I want your take on it. But first, how about this? Russ says bonus pick. Arkansas Pine Bluff, who plays uh, the Razorbacks this weekend, team total over two and a half. <laughs> Will Pine Bluff get over two and a half? I, I've never seen Pine Bluff this year. I think they go over that, though. I, I'm going to go over two and a half. What do you think? Oh, I think they're traditionally god-awful, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I've been to Pine Bluff. It's a nasty little place. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me find uh, their record. I'm pulling. Go ahead. Go ahead and talk. They used to have a paper mill, I think, at Pine Bluff, and you could smell Pine Bluff long before you could see it. <laughs> I think it was a paper mill. Russ probably knows. They're they're one and five, by the way. One and five. Yep. (laughs) I don't know. That's a hard one. Uh, I think they'll score seven, maybe. I don't. Arkansas might. Arkansas might ought to let them score seven just for playing them. You know. Let's see what they've scored here. I cannot believe we're we're here looking this up. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Russ. They scored 34 in their opener. They scored 23 the oh, next week. Hey. 38, 17, 15, and 7. Yeah, I'll go over two and a half. I think it's a good bet. I'm gonna yeah, put that in my hey, top five, I'd Russ. Have to throw something in on that one. Yeah. 
I have I have heard of their band though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. seen their band. Yeah. So, All right. Uh before we before we move on. Oh, Tyson's factory all of Arkansas is probably what you're <laughs> smelling. Gutting those chickens smells worse than a White Castle bathroom. <laughs> That's hilarious. Number 1, I agree. Number 2, we have those around where we live too. That's, That's hilarious, bad. Mark. <laughs> the hot uh debate in the chat between Jason and Russ. Where would you rather coach? USC or LSU? What is the better <laughs> job? What do you think? Well, let's see. I have my opinion, but you go first. I'd rather coach anywhere than LSU because <laughs> I could not stand to live amongst those people down there. Okay, okay. Agree, but for, say you don't have any You mean I don't thoughts. have to I don't have to even leave my house except to go to the office to coach and go to the field? Maybe that, but like I you're a coach and you're just school. looking for the best situation for you. You don't care about Louisiana, L.A. What's the better job, LSU, USC? Well, the Pac-12 is awful. If you could get, if you can coach and get it going, I think you can win easier there. Yeah. Then you can the SEC. You're always going to have to deal with Alabama. Yeah. There's other teams too. It's not just Alabama. Florida's good. Georgia's good. Um, I don't like. California at all, except I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to get into politics. But anyway, uh, it would surprise you which side I would be on, by the way. And, uh, uh, but I don't, I wouldn't want to live in LA. But if I had to choose between two jobs that I thought was easiest and where I thought I could win the easiest, I'd go USC over LSU. I really would. It's a great debate. If you want to become a celebrity, LSU is the place to be because you are it. You are the man. Yeah, that's and true. In USC, you're not going to get any attention, really. But that's I do what, think that's it, what I would want. I do think you could. I think the right guy at USC would rapidly turn that thing around oh, to where they're because they don't have to compete with the big time programs no. out there. No. I think LSU is a better job. Uh, but I think. I think it's close. I, I would say LSU. I would want that. I'm the man. You know, look at me, I, you know, up on a pedestal like they will with their coaches there. <laughs> Not uh, me. See, I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it would bother me to go to USC. and get. First of all, I couldn't turn around either program. Let's make that very clear. But if I could, say I had that ability, it would bother me to be in a place where they don't really care outside of that USC bubble, you know? Yeah, you wouldn't be in a college-type atmosphere at USC. Yeah. But I just thought of something. Two of my best friends in the world, Magic and Ryan Stillman, yeah. live in L.A. So Absolutely. I'm going to USC, actually. Changed my mind. I'm going to USC. There is something, though, about... You know, I've never been to Baton Rouge, and I don't plan on being to Baton, ever going to Baton Rouge, but it is a college town. Yeah. I don't really know how big it is, but you are the only only show in town. There's yeah. no doubt about that. So, and you got a you got a fan base at LSU that is insane. Yeah, yeah. which could be bad if things go bad, but it's unbelievable if things go good. You know, right? And so, so if you went to USC, you'd just be a small duck in a big pond. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I, yeah. There's there's advantages to both. Put it exactly. this way: if they call me today, I would go to either one. 
<laughs> also, they're not calling me today. Just <laughs> I wouldn't. Every day's Saturday to me. So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, maybe I wouldn't either. I've got no. I've got it pretty good over you here. You don't too, want but... you don't want that pressure. No, that's true. I've got enough pressure as it is. So, all right, I, I think it's a good debate though, guys. I was reading those comments as we were talking, and uh, I didn't really want to throw it up and interrupt what we were doing at the same time. I wanted to acknowledge uh, what you guys were saying there. So. All right, onward and upward to the NFL. We'll run through these games here. Start with a Thursday night game. Uh, the Denver Broncos uh, go to Cleveland to take on the Browns. My gosh, the Browns have so many problems. Both starting running backs are out. Baker Mayfield not going to play. Uh, I did read just now Jarvis Landry will play. So that is a big help to get him back. Um, backup quarterbacks, Case Keenum, you know, I kind of like Case Keenum. I think mm -hmm. he's pretty darn good for a backup. I, I don't know how he doesn't have a starting job somewhere after I see a lot of these quarterbacks mm -hmm. that play. I, I don't know. What do you think about this game? Well, so much of the Browns offense is the running game. Mm -hmm. And how many NFL teams have three running backs? I mean, Cleveland's down to their third. And those other two are not chopped liver. They're pretty dadgum good. Uh, I, I think Cleveland's uh, team total is 22 and a half. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I'm going under on that. I don't see any way they can. Hell, they're having trouble scoring that with all their guys anyway. And so in the line, of course, is going, keeps going down. They're now just a one point yeah. favorite. The only thing is Denver's terrible. They're, they're not very good. Yeah. So the key is going to be, can Cleveland's defense play good enough to where they can win scoring 17, you know, 20 points. Yeah. Can't they do that? And they might. So it's a tough one to pick. When you got all those injuries, man, and the game's tough to pick. But I'm going to take the under 22 and a half for Cleveland. I think that is a good bet. I'm, I'm not touching this one at all. I, I've, I've got Denver as kind of the bet. If you're going to make one, I, I would pick them. But I did that before the Jarvis Landry news. And, as a guy that does, that has watched all the Cleveland games for three and a half years now, he makes a tremendous he difference. He really does. And I think Landry to Keenum, if they can give Keenan some time, which they really haven't been able to do this year, uh, well, since they had a couple linemen get hurt, I think that might be enough to beat Denver. I'm going to go back on the Cleveland side uh, with this with this latest thing. So uh, I think Case Keenum – will be good enough here to get the job done. I've still t I would take Keenum over Bridgewater. So I, I still think, think you know, I, feel, I think they're going to be okay quarterback wise. Uh not a not an ideal game tonight. It's probably going to get ugly uh, one way or the other. Uh, all right, we'll go next to uh the football team. They're 2 and 4 now. They go to Green Bay this weekend. Green Bay uh 5 and 1, five game winning streak. They're seven and a half point favorite here. Seems a little low in my opinion. I I think Green Bay can cover this. I do too, unless again, emotion means so much. And you would think these pros could stay even keel because it's their job, but they don't. Mm -hmm. They may look at Washington and say, Hey, they stink. We don't have to worry about them much. And they may play down to Washington's level. If I was going to bet it, I would definitely go Green Bay uh, to cover that spread because they're playing pretty well. So and it's in it's in Green Bay. So yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one. Yeah, I I think uh, my bet here is going to be uh, Green Bay getting over the 29 and a half. I I, I really think they're going to score a lot of points. Um, 
I'm with you though too. I think seven and a half. I think Green Bay is going to cover this. Washington, they just look bad. I mean, they they Kansas City game last week was just terrible, and I, their defense, which was pretty decent last year, is just bad this year. So I will take Green Bay over 29 and a half points. Let's move on to uh, I don't know. I think this is the game of the week, really. The it's Chiefs, three and three, who like I said just got the win over Washington. They go to Tennessee this weekend. Who got a big time win over Buffalo. Uh, on Monday Night Football, short turnaround here. I was shocked, Papa dude. The the Chiefs are a four and a half point favorite yeah. here. I don't think they should be. How did you see this game? Well, again, the four and a half points is the Chiefs' offense can score a lot of points, mm-hmm. and Mahomes. That's what gets that. Yeah, this is uh, this is a classic matchup. Really, mm-hmm. you got the great running game of the Titans with Derrick Henry going against a Chiefs defense that's not great against the run um you got two teams kind of floundering a little bit i mean tennessee's four and two but they haven't and they got a bad loss in there you know and then you got the chiefs there's three and three i have i i've just went round and round on this one i don't know which way to go to be honest with you uh i kind of like Tennessee mm-hmm. plus four and a half. I know before the season started, I thought Tennessee would win this game. Yep. I did. That was one that I thought the Chiefs, because here's the deal if they can run the ball, they can control the clock. And uh, that will limit the amount of possessions that the Chiefs have. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and take Tennessee plus four and a half, but I, I don't know that I would bet much on it. I. I think Tennessee plus four and a half is the right play for a couple of reasons. One, I think it is a toss-up game. And two, just Kansas City's record for covering. Like Kansas City may win, but they just don't cover very often. You know they did last week. This is a different animal. I think, and I'll just, the spoiler alert, my lock of the week is Tennessee team total over 26 and a half. We got them on Monday night. They scored 34. How do the Chiefs stop them? This offense with Derrick Henry should just run free against this Kansas City defense. Uh, I, I think Tannehill will have a big game as well. I think they go over 26 and a half points very easily. I, I, I will be shocked if they don't. Well, it's a, it's a big game for them, and they seem like they play to the level of the competition the Titans do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the second of two really back-to-back tough games, which is yep. – Another angle to look at here. This is, you know, that Buffalo game was that was a must win for the Titans, and they got it. They're in a division that's not any good. So, you know, nine and eight might win that division they're in. So it's a game where if they lose, it's not a big deal, you know, as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. But it's always good to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs. So they're going to be ready to play. And, and, And I like them in this game. Yeah, I do too. I, I, the more we talk about it, and it seems like, uh, you know, like Mark kind of likes Tennessee and uh, so does Jason. And I, I think we're all going to start to pile on, it seems like. Now, this line, if you got it early, was that like five and a half? And then yeah, I saw it at yeah. six. So, so it has gone down. Hopefully you got on this early because that was real value there. If you could get Titans play and given six points, that's oh, our, our getting six points, I should say. That's amazing. Uh, we'll skip a couple of these. Atlanta goes to yes, Miami. Please. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody cares about that. Yeah. The Jets go to New England. Surely New England can get a home win. 
Carolina and New York. I'm not going to go over that one either, but we'll stop with this one because I think this is maybe the second biggest game, or you could even argue the first biggest. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, 4-2, and two, continue to play steady, nothing spectacular, but winning games. They go to Baltimore coming off a huge win last weekend uh, over uh, over the, the uh, Chargers. I kept trying to say San Diego. Uh, the Chargers. Uh, the Ravens, six and a half point favorite here. Do they keep on rolling and get a win? Well, they were very impressive last week, for sure, against uh, the Chargers. Shocker. I still haven't got that one out of my system yet, how they held them to six points. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. We've got a young uh, team in Cincinnati with a, a superstar quarterback, going to be one of these days, that are not in this position very often. You know, four and two. Coming into a big game. They haven't been in that in quite a while. Now, they were in one a couple of weeks ago against Green Bay, and, and they almost won. They should have won. So they they handled that test really well. I think the Ravens are better than Green Bay, and they're playing really well, but I don't like the six and a half. I think that's yeah. too much. Now, you and I are going to go different on this one. You picked under the 46 and a half, right? Well, when I saw it, it was 47. Okay. Uh, but I'll still go under. Yes. I'm going to go over. Okay. I'm going to go over and take over whatever it is. That's the same thing pretty much. So I'm, you're going to go under the, the over under. I'm going to go over. Right. I My thought was it's a divisional game and sometimes those can be low scoring and yeah. it's a very similar offense with, I would say, like similar in styles, but probably not as good of players as what uh, the Chargers have overall. Um, and I think the Ravens will have some success. I don't think the Ravens will move the ball as well as they did against the Chargers. I think Cincinnati's got a better defense. So, yeah, I'm going to go under. But, yeah, it looks like, you know, Russ has taken Cincinnati. Jason yeah. has taken Cincinnati. This comment I a 1,000% agree with. Joe Burrow will be the best quarterback in that division in a couple of years. I I love Joe Burrow. I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah. And, I don't trust Lamar Jackson fully. Uh, I think, like I said, he's good, not great. And I'll stay with that. But, uh, yeah, I think Joe Burrow is going to be very, very, very good for a long time. Yeah, there's um, no doubt. Yeah. Let's, let's move on here. I think I'll, I'll mention this one because I can't figure out the line, and maybe you can you can learn me something, as my pappy used to say. <laughs> the Eagles, Philadelphia, who's who traded their, their best option for Jalen Hurts, they traded Zach Ertz. He goes, uh, or the Eagles go on the road to take on the Raiders. The Raiders are four and two. Things are going pretty well other than the one distraction week for the Raiders. Raiders are just a three-point favorite? What? Why? I remember, what was it, three weeks ago they were, it was an unbelievable line on them too. They were either yeah. not favorites or they were way too low. Yeah. Seemed to me like kind of like this. I can't remember who they were playing um, yeah. that week. Yeah, it's three. If they should play at all they should cover that i would think and there's russ chiming in saying he's taking philly jason said he's taking the shegals i don't i don't get it i think the raiders win this game easy tell us why guys i mean yeah i mean a lot of people don't like the raiders you know i mean they don't i don't mean they don't like the team they just don't like the way they're playing yeah Uh, they got a big win last week in denver that's not easy no um I, i I just – it's hard for me to pick the Eagles when Jalen Hurts has to do everything on yeah. that team. And now 
the tight end's no longer there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They should cover that three. They should. I would think. I, I kept it away from like my top five this week because those are the kind of lines too good to be yep. true type, and I've stayed away from them. But that seems too good to be true to me. I'm not impressed with the Eagles at all. Um, I don't know. These next two games, we'll kind of group them together. So the Rams are a 15-point favorite at home against the Lions, and then the Cardinals are a 17-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Texans. These are two of the biggest NFL lines I've yeah. ever seen. When you see lines this big in the NFL, what I do is just skip them completely. I mean, what do you think of this? Because we talked about this last week. Like seven points is a big line in the NFL. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, the way I look at it, you're like 15, 70 and a half. That's like 35 or 40 in college. Yes, yes. And so I'm the same way. I wouldn't play either one of them. Because here's again, um, the Rams, these guys, they see these teams coming in. They're human. As they say, well, God, this is going to be easy this week. And they don't prepare like they should, you know, and they're not emotionally ready like they should. On the other hand, you got the Lions coming in, and they're and they're playing the Rams. We know the Lions aren't real good, but they don't want to be embarrassed either. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to be ready to play, whereas the Rams might be down a little bit emotionally. You know, 15's a lot of a lot of points to cover they should but you just mm -hmm. don't know especially what if the lines get off and score right off the bat yeah and then maybe get a turnover and they get a field goal and they're down, suddenly they're up 10 nothing you know and it's a battle yeah. uh, i would be more probably apt to bet the other one really because the texans seem to be in a free fall yeah you know they can't score or anything else they, they may have cashed it in um but i'm the same way as you Aaron. i just stay away from them I do too. Uh, some comments here. Here's what Jason's uh, explanation for the Eagles. Um, they play. Uh, she Eagles have played. <laughs> I love you calling the she Eagles. She Eagles have played tough, and lack of Gruden being able to set up the offensive game plan starts to show this week. That's possible. It's it's a it's a, at least a sound reasoning. Uh, yeah. Jason also think McVay runs up the scores. Uh, a score there seems like a massive spread. Mark says uh, needed to cover. Having said that, Houston has no offense, and Arizona could shut them out. Yeah, they're really bad. It's a Stafford revenge game. It's also a Jared Goff re revenge game. Don't, don't forget about that. That's right. So, I would. I lean on both favorites in this oh, game, even though they should. Fun. Yeah, but I'm. I am going to stay away overall. Uh, whoops, almost went too far there. All right, we got three games left here. In the NFL. Um, this one. This is really interesting. The Bears have kind of rallied after a really poor effort against uh, my Cleveland Browns. This week, though, they're not playing the Cleveland Browns. They go to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. Um, Tampa's a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. So another big spread here. I think the difference for me, the Bears have a pulse again. Yeah. But Tampa also really, really good. Where, where are you going here? This is another tough one. Uh, the Bears are coming off an emotional game last week against Green Bay. Those are huge rivals. Mm -hmm. They they probably thought they might win that game. It was they in were Chicago. in the game. Yeah, and it was in Chicago. Now they got to turn around and go back, go down to Florida and play a game against a really good team. Um, Tampa, though, is not blowing people out. You know, they're struggling a little bit. I don't, you know, last week they didn't cover. Mm -hmm. Didn't cover against Dallas. You know, they didn't cover against New England. So 
They're struggling. That 12 and a half is a little bit high. The Bears have a very good defense. I don't know whether they can score enough. That's the thing. But Tampa's defense is not very good. 12 and a half is too much for me. I think Tampa wins easy. But I don't know. I don't know. whether I was, what's, the, what's the team totals? So the team total is what I'm going to take with Tampa. I'm going to go over 30 and a half. And it's a lot of points, but they're at home. And I, I just think they they might turn the Bears over a couple times and get some easy scores. So I went Tampa over 30 and a half. Uh, I would not bet the line one way or the yeah. other, the, uh, uh, the spread here. I just I just wouldn't. Um, the rest what's of the, the, Bears the Bears offense, Bears? well, the Bears offense defense is, is looking better. There's no yeah. doubt about that. But if I think Tampa's going over, and I do, I don't know that the Bears cover it. That's that's kind of where I like. If you made me pick, I would I would take Tampa. Um, but we'll see. And also, yeah, Tampa a little bit banged up. Watch the injury report, and that kind of could make a difference. Well, yeah, there's a lot of. It's like today, uh, yesterday, I I, I picked uh, uh, Denver, and then I saw Jarvis, Jarvis Landry's going to play tonight, and I thought, well, that might be enough to swing that game. So, well, I've said all along, it, uh, Baker Mayfield's not been playing very very well mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, he's hurt. And the other one is he didn't have Landry. Yep. And he makes a ton of difference. Yes, he does. He really does. I think you're going to see it tonight. Because like I said, Keenum is capable, and he's capable of finding him. And if Landry's 100%, I think they could have some success. All right, maybe the worst Sunday night football game of the year. Indianapolis Colts, 2-4, and playing a little better after a bad start. They go on the road to play the 49ers. They've been disappointing once again, Niners 2-3. and Niners are a four-point favorite here. I went San Francisco minus four, but I have no strong opinion on this one. Well, again, we have injuries coming up. Uh, I'm assuming Garoppolo is going to play. I looked up the injury report, and he had a limited practice yesterday. Mm -hmm. Trey Lance is definitely – well, I can't say definitely, but he he hasn't practiced. So it's a pretty good sign he's not going to play. He's got some sort of a knee problem. So uh, Jason says Jimmy G is going to go, so I'm going to take his word for it. Must game for the 49ers. They have to win this game. I just think if Jimmy G goes and they can move the ball, they're just a better team overall. I I haven't liked the Colts from the very start, and they really haven't done much. Changed my mind. So I'm going to go Niners. Um, I think they get the job done here. All right, the Monday night game, we'll talk about it briefly, and then we'll 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 do it again on uh, Monday for our Monday show when we lead you into Monday night football. Uh, New Orleans going on the road to take on the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are a four-and-a-half-point underdog here at home. I haven't been able to get a read on New Orleans all year. I think we know what Seattle is. They're just average with, with uh, you know uh, – What's that? Gosh, Geno Smith <laughs> at the mm-hmm. helm. So um, who are you liking here? I kind of like Seattle at home at a night game. I do too. I would not bet against them. Yeah. Again, same situation as the Niners. If Seattle loses this game, they're done. They're pretty much done because mm-hmm. they will drop to two and five. More than likely, Arizona's going to win. And they'll be seven and oh. And suddenly Seattle is five games behind Arizona. And they, the Cardinals would just have to collapse for Seattle to catch them. Yeah. And then in Seattle would have to win the last 10 to get to 12 and five. So it's a must game for them. They showed me a lot in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
last week. And uh, I, I, I think they'll rally now. We'll probably look at this a little bit more on Monday. But as of right now, I'm going to Seattle to uh, beat that spread. I'd bet them all day. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Russ disagrees. He says he's taking the Saints. He says That's Seattle's okay. done. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't think they're done, Russ, because they, they showed a lot of fight. And if they can come out and do that again, it's a Monday night game at home. If they come out and they're not, they don't fight, then you're right. Well, they're completely. Yeah, and, and that's that's why we do this. I mean, this is fun sure. to do. Yep. The thing is, Russ doesn't like Pete Carroll, and that's fine. <laughs> you know, that's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's weird, but I like him. So the difference is, I think he's does a great job, and 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 Russ doesn't, and that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. I, I think. I think this game just comes down to how how hard you know Seattle comes out and plays. I think New Orleans again. I, I don't have a good read on them. They're they're just Jekyll and Hyde. I, I don't like Winston. I think Monday night on the road. I don't know how Winston's going to play. So we'll see though. It's 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 definitely not one I'm real strong on. All right, let's go to the top five uh, for for uh, us both of us, and this is the one everybody wants to see because. Papa Dude does very well with this. He's got his five up now, and I'll let you take uh, take us through it there. Okay, my lock of the week will be Oklahoma State plus seven against Iowa State, and I hope I am wrong, dead wrong. <laughs> I hope they get beat. But anyway, that's my lock of the week. I just I I, I don't. They may lose, but I think they will lose by less than seven. Uh, we just talked about Seattle. When I bet it, we had it at five but rather than the four and a half it is now. Uh, then I got three college games to end it up, kind of uh, lower tier college games. Uh, Minnesota plays Maryland this week. I've always liked Minnesota this year, mm -hmm. and I think they're, they're playing better. They're at home. I don't like Maryland. They're five-point favorites. I think they cover that. I like TCU. Uh, Anything I worry about them, their defense is not very good. They play West Virginia, though, and their offense is not very good. It's in Fort Worth, and I saw TCU last week. If they play like they did last week, they should cover the four and a half. And then I've got Houston uh, at home against East Carolina. They're getting 13 and a half, and I think they cover that. So that's my five. All right, let's see if you can keep the ball rolling. He went four and one last week, so uh, definitely, definitely going to take a look at those. All right, here's mine that you could go the opposite with. Uh, although, well, I will say I've, I've had some luck with these team totals since I started playing them, so um, maybe it'll turn around for me. But I wouldn't count on it, but we'll go through them anyway. Tennessee uh, Titans over 26 and a half. I just think they're going to score on the Chiefs uh, without a problem. Uh, Purdue over 19 and a half. I, I, I like, like said earlier, like Boilermakers to get over that number. San Diego State over 18 and a half. Uh, I think we both kind of feel the same about Oklahoma State. I, I, I kind of think they're going to win. If not, they're going to lose a close one. But I certainly think they're going over 20 and a half. So I'll take them. And then Tampa Bay over 30 and a half. That's the only one out of these five that really have to score a lot of points. These other ones are kind of low, in my opinion. Um, you know, you might say the Titans 26 and a half, but they're playing the Chiefs, so that's really not a lot of points when you think right. of that. And then, like I say, Tampa over that 30 and a half, we'll see if that's how, yeah, someone likes points. I do, I, I, I don't want to sit there and root for shutouts, so I'll put that in. 
Uh, no, I've had success uh, the last week doing this. So I thought, well, we'll switch it up. Not like I'm doing great the other uh, way. So. Jason, this is the third time he switched up his uh, strategy. Right. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's uh, you, you have to you have to uh, you have to keep keep trying different things, Jason. So <laughs> yeah. here's the deal, Jason. I always kind of know what he's picked and, and then I watch the games and I root for him. But. Yeah, he's got me totally confused now. I will have to write these down somewhere. I'll never remember all these. Well, again, Papa Dude doesn't realize they're saved here on the back end of the site. So well, that's right. No, I'm no sorry. writing down needing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am keeping track of these. Uh, yeah, I've only missed one since I started it. So that's the good news. That's why I went ahead and did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, Dennis, who I, he chimed in a minute ago, he's he's working, but he's going to watch it later. He's usually on here. Um, he's just basically like. You know, I, these you're, you're betting overs, and and you're it's all because of one team that you're trying to do it. Just bet the team total and forget about it. Like, oh, that's a good idea. So yeah, it's been doing good. Um, but now I've put it out there, out there. So we'll probably go one five this week, rest. But uh, well, you can blame Dennis. I'll blame Dennis. Yeah, yeah. he he could take it. No, listen. Uh, you know the Monday night football game. If yeah, I know you bet that, Russ. It's like you didn't have to worry about it. We had it in the third quarter, so. That's kind of the idea, trying to get a little bit of, of uh, an advantage where I see it, and that's kind of where I saw it this week. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, yeah, Magic's right. Chicks dig the long ball and the over. So <laughs> so there you go. What do you think, Papa Dude? True or false? Don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's good enough. I don't want you to tell me either. Okay, all right. <laughs> the long ball. Chicks dig home runs. Oh, I know what that means. I don't know. Yeah. So. Oh, is that there's nothing sexual about that? No. Over? Oh. <laughs> well, I knew what the long ball meant. The over, I was trying to think, okay, what is that all about? But the okay. over, as in over? The Got over it. under? The over? I forgot. Magic's a good clean cut guy. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. the cleanest cut guy we know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unders are boring. Exactly. You want to sit there and watch a slug fest? Come on. <laughs> I'll bet all unders if I miss these overs next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right. That'll that'll sum us up. You got any final uh, thoughts for us? Well, we I'm kind of looking for I tell you what I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah. Um I wish there were some better games, but yeah. we don't we're not going to the OU game this week. So we get to stay at home and actually sit in the chair and watch these games from the start to the finish and get my remote thumb going mm -hmm. where I've got about 40 games going at the same time and I'm rotating around. And so I'm looking forward to that this weekend. I really am too, to be honest. Uh, we, of course I've had extra, well, you have two, you went to Texas and we went up to New York. It's mm -hmm. kind of nice just to be home yeah. for a weekend, especially with, you know, we'll be back on the road next week for the OU game. And then the next week's the Breeders' Cup. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of nice to be home. Yep. I, I definitely, definitely agree. So, yep. All right. Well, we'll sign off if that's if that's all you've got for us. Uh, got. Hey, what time is the game next week? You, have you heard yet? The OU game? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be very happy. What? 2.30. Love it. Perfect time for us. Yep. Yeah. Perfect Made my time. day. Made my I day. I smiled from year to year when I saw that. I thought, oh, don't have to get Fantastic. up late early. Don't have to stay out way, way, way late. Perfect. That's so, right. Great. Yes. Very excited about that as well. So, All right. Guys. As always, I say it every time, 
awesome crowd. Can't have a yes. better crowd. Great, knowledgeable comments other than magic, maybe. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was great. So, uh, anyway, we, we, re we really appreciate all of our listeners, viewers, however you want to call them. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we thank you guys. And we'll be back Monday talking about all we got right or wrong. We, we'll, we'll own up. I always do. And uh, so we'll do that on Monday for you. So good luck, guys, uh, playing horses or, or, or sports, either one. Uh, and uh, we'll see if we can cash some winners this weekend.